Welcome to From the Newsroom. Reporters and editors from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette step from behind the keyboard and in front of the mic to offer insights on stories they're working on. From the Newsroom, from the Worcester Telegram and Gazette. I'm Executive Editor Dave Nordman, joined again on this Monday morning by Sports Editor Jim Wilson. Welcome, Jim. Dave, what's happening? It is a, uh, it's a good Monday morning, and the fact that we're talking about high school football playoffs. I know, it comes uh, out of nowhere. Now it's playoff time. All of the, uh, we had a busy weekend uh, that just passed, and uh, now, finally, after weeks, uh, of talking about it, we can actually talk about who's playing who in the first round of the playoffs. Right, this is where the games start to mat- it's matter, and there's uh, you know all that hard work for the last couple weeks culminates in the playoffs. We had the playoff seedings on Saturday night; they all they all held serve. So when they were announced on Sunday, we we had, we know who's going where this weekend. So before we start, just give us a, a just for those who have you know just been living under a rock and don't know the format. Um, how do they get from uh, from here? To uh, to holding the trophies up um, in in about a month. So right now they have this weekend they'll have the Central Mass semifinals, which will have you know, so they take the top four teams in each division, one plays four, two plays three. The winners of those games play next week in, in, uh, in a, a neutral site at Central Mass, and then they play they take their week off. For, they they play Thanksgiving, and then they 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 go to they play the Western they play the Western Mass championships. So you're talking. Uh, those so you've got a Central Mass semifinal, a Central Mass final, Central a, Western Mass. They play that. Then a they have Central Western Mass semi, state semifinal. Yeah, state semifinal. So they'll play the, the winners of the Central Mass champions will play the, the Western Mass champions, and then they have Thanksgiving, and then they'll go to Gillette on what December so December third or something. So like if that. a team uh, if a team is going to be holding up a trophy as the state champion, they're going to have to win four games. Exactly four games exactly. with. With a uh, with a Thanksgiving with thrown Thanksgiving in there game for fun. Thrown in there, so it will get that's a, that's another podcast for all the time. With that's right. If uh, you, you, you start or sit these guys, and that's then, right. So uh, for uh, for four uh, four teams in each division, their hopes of uh, hopes of walking away with a state championship lives on. So let's start with Division Three. Division Three, I think, is we talk about it every week. I think that's just a loaded huh. a loaded uh, championship around uh, uh, with. Uh, you know, two games and two semifinals that are just you know, no matter which way they shook out. We talked last week about how like the, the two the four teams actually played each other in different games, uh, and any way you shook it out, they'll be they'll be they'll be classics. It wound up that uh, Shepherd Hill got the four seed, so they're heading to Wachusett. Uh, Wachusett earned the one seed. Uh, they're going to play that game. They're still talking about it. I, I, it's, I imagine it'll be Friday at some point, either four o'clock or seven o'clock. Uh, but Wachusett won the first, meaning thirty five fourteen. So. Again, we like we talked about last week with that whole St. John's Wachusa game. Regular season might not mean anything because if you win this weekend, nobody's talking about that game anymore. Uh, but it was a pretty convincing win for Wachusa, so I think that either you know gives Wachusa confidence that they can sort of go up against that Shepherd Hill offense and, and sort of you know absorb the punches and, and get you know, the defense can hold them in check. But also, you know, Shepherd Hill knows what you know what Wachusa brings to the table, so they they can make those adjustments, and we'll see if that happens. And then on the other side of the bracket. Uh, number two Doherty against number three St. John's. That's going to be another great game. Uh, that's at eleven o'clock in the, and on Saturday at Foley Stadium. Um, it's a you know just two of the two of the most powerful offenses you have going against each other. Uh, Doherty's coming off a tough loss to Shepherd Hill last week, uh, which we talked about that one last week. That was you know, a good good test for Doherty going to the playoffs to see. <laughs> 
you know, that kind of offense and what they, you know, if they can withstand it, what their defense is capable of. Uh, I mean, and no, neither if any team lost that game, it's something to shake their heads over. They, they're they're two good teams. Uh, St. John's uh, is, is is coming off that win over Wachusett, like we said last week. Um, I, I was I picked Wachusett because I thought what and Wachusett did what I thought they'd do. They try to keep that offense off the ground, off the off the field as much as possible. Fortunately, the what times they were on that field, they they ripped off like a fifty yard touchdown. So. Uh, the big plays came back to Hunt Wachusett and St. John's gets the win. Uh, Doherty was no doubt watching that game. They know they have to contain, easier said than done, like Iman Dennis and, and Brunel and, and those guys. And so there's no secrets, I think, between those two teams. So it'll be interesting to see what Doherty has to, to, to slow down St. John's because I think they'll have the same sort of idea, keep them off the field. But like Wachusett saw, it's easier said than done. And we'll come back and make some predictions a little bit later. But moving on to Division Four uh, in, you know, Fitchburg, you know, uh, you know, you, you don't want to root for any team, but seeing Fitchburg as the number one seed uh, after some after some down seasons, um, you know, playing a very good Neshoba team. Yeah, that's good for Fitchburg. In conclusion, that top seed, that's a that's a good feather in their cap. They're real. They're, their defense is great. Uh, they're it's, they're taking on they're hosting Neshoba at seven o'clock on Friday. This is a rematch from two weeks ago in Fitchburg. Uh, they they showed a lot. I think that's when they really showed they belong in this 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 uh, upper echelon sort of Division Four race. They were down sixteen nothing in a show where they looked like they were going to roll over a little bit. They they're fifty nothing. Yeah, they, and they ended up winning on a last minute field goal. So they came back. They shut. They they did. They made the adjustments. They shut down the Chieftains when it mattered, and they got the win. So. Um, Neshoba's sort of reeling a little bit. They lost 24-13 to Shrewsbury last week, so we'll see if they can come back because they have they have a really talented team and yeah, but Jamie went, Tucker and those guys. You always, know, they're always a playoff. Team. And I know you know we know that Coach Tucker is probably uh, preaching that same uh, same message. Is listen, you might be five and three, but everybody's zero and zero at this point. Exactly, exactly. You look at this and say you know, and it's like I said, Neshoba's seen Fitchburg. They know that defense. They know who to stop on offense, and it's a matter of just executing. They were they they were up early and they. Looked like they had the game in hand, and uh, they just need to, you know, to finish. And so that that should be a good good matchup on Friday. Yeah, and then, and talk about the other side of the bracket. A couple of six and two teams in Groton Dunstable and Tantasqua. Yeah, Groton Dunstable's heading to Tantasqua at some point this weekend, and uh, uh, Tantasqua they, they're they're they came into their own this year. They've played a real tough schedule. Uh, they're six and two. They're they're. You know they they, they all lost to Doherty a couple weeks ago, and their only other losses to the Shrewsbury. So that's two Division three teams. They're only teams that beat Tantasqua. They beat at Northbridge. They beat Grafton um, last couple weeks. So they look like they're playing really well at this point. Uh, Groton Dunstable had a loss to Northbridge a couple weeks ago, and they've rebounded with uh, wins over Burncoat and Hudson. They also had a big win over Oakmont, and Oakmont. So we'll talk about them in a little bit, but they're a one seed in Division five. So that's a pretty good win for Groton Dunstable uh, to sort of get. They can. Playing the big games, I'm not sure if they have what they. You know, I think Tantasqua has seen this kind of thing before. Um, you know, I think they're ready for Groton Dunstable. And uh, you just mentioned Oakmont in Division Five, but the number one seed uh, taking on uh, Quabbin at four and four. Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, Quabbin. Uh, this is a rematch earlier this year. Quabbin sort of got handled uh, by Oakmont pretty pretty well, forty one eighteen. I think. Uh, that's a good I mean, Oakmont's a real good team with like Colton Bosley. It's probably one of the more dynamic players you're going to see in Central Mass this year. Uh, I'm not sure if Quabbin has the sort of the bodies to put on him to sort of, you know, put a blanket on him and see if it, you know, make somebody else beat him. Uh, but they've seen, you know, Quabbin's seen the best that Oakmont can throw at him. It's a matter of have they made the adjustments since then to sort of 
to, to play on the big stage. And like I said earlier with Division Three, it's, you know, the, re- the regular season means nothing if you win the playoffs. Everybody's yeah. talking about that game. And um, and nobody knows how to win playoff games uh, better than Ken LaChapelle at, uh, at Northbridge, who uh, who is going to play uh, on South High's home field um, at 2 o'clock on Saturday. Yeah, that's a, you know, good for South High. You know, they get, they get the new, the, you know, when's the last time we talked about South High? Not since, like, you know, Jerry Snay and those early 2000 teams winning the Super Bowls. I think they... Uh, uh, they're five and two, and they've they've gotten some good wins this year. I, I think they need uh, they need a statement win, though. I think you know, be, people look at South and they say, okay, well, you won the games you're supposed to, but you know, Doherty sort of you know, handled you guys pretty well. Uh, Holy Name was another team that beat them, but they um, they have five wins, and two of them are you know the, the wins are the, their notable wins are St. Peter Mary, who's four and four, and I think they have another uh, they have another win over. Uh, um, uh, Quaybog, which is five and three, but other than that, their, their wins are Sutton, Burkhart, and Proudy, and they got two wins between them. So they need, to, you know, I think a statement over North, which will show people that South belongs here. Because, uh, like you said earlier, Ken LaChapelle will have this team ready for the playoffs. They they beat Auburn last week after losing to Tantasqua, and their only other losses to Millbury, Grafton, and Valley Tech. So that's pretty good, pretty good record for a Northbridge team, which I think was going to be playoff tested and ready for South High. And uh, you mentioned it off the top, but Division 7, just again, uh, between the four teams there, um, only three losses between the four teams. You're going to skip over Division 6? Well, we're going to go back to Division (laughs) 6, but I want to talk about Division 7. Probably my my, my favorite division. Yeah, uh, because, uh, you know, I mean, talk about the teams teams there in Division 7. Division 7 is, we talked about Division 3, but I think Division 7 is just as loaded as far as you know, quality games. I think you have you know whatever way they shaked out, they're going to be a great game. Uh, Aspit is uh, comes into the fourth seed. They're going to take on number one Leicester at uh, at seven p.m. on Saturday at, in in Leicester. Uh, it's the Wolverines are are just stacked this year with with Merrow and O'Neill and those guys. They have just such a great offense there. Their defense is looking good. They just kicked you know they had a kid to kick a, a forty yard field goal you know mm-hmm. the other day, so they can they can put that in your eye if you need to. There's just so many ways that Leicester can beat you. Uh, you know, but Asimut, they're, they're, I mean, they lost to Valley Tech last week. It was a classic 32-26. They were in that game. Uh, their defense earlier this year had four straight shutouts. So they can they, they, they can come to play. It's going to be a big test for Aspit. I think, you know, Lester has a lot of weapons, but, you know, they should, Aspit should give them a good matchup. Uh, the other game is uh, number three, West Boylston, and they're playing at Valley Tech at 1 p.m. Saturday. Another great game, you know, with two two great coaches, two two solid teams. They're always in the playoff mix. Um, West Boylston, they have uh, a, just a, a solid offense. You look at it, oh, who do you stop in West Boylston? Because they have three guys. I think they can sort of carry the load on you. Aiden McNamara, Josh Lorio, and Scott Moulton. They all have about 500 yards rushing, but you know each. And so I think that's a big weapon. So you know if. Arch and Valley Tech are sort of looking at the key on a guy. You go, let's stop McNamara. Well, that's fine. Rossi's just happy to give the ball to, jo- you know, to, to Moulton for you know, 15 times a game and make them win. Uh, on the other side, West Boyles is probably sweating over stopping guys like J.D. and Taya, who's 11 touchdowns. And they have defense that's led by Cam Gallagher and John Naudi in this Nasuni, rather. And that's a really, you know, again, Valley Tech every year has a great defense, I think. That's going to be a, just a good match. They're both seven and one. Uh, that, that might be one of the best games you're going to see this weekend. And 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 I, I did skip over Division Six, but is it not? Uh, is I mean, Milbury and Tingsboro both come in at seven and one. Seem to be the class of that division. Um, it's going to be hard not to predict a Milbury uh, Tingsboro uh, Central. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think uh, a couple weeks ago I would have had Oxbridge in that conversation, <clears throat> but it seems. 
Uh, they've hit the snide a little bit. They've lost three in a row. Uh, all to good teams. They lost to, uh, to get the team against Auburn. I'm sure like they have that back. Then they lost to Leicester and Milbury, who is sort of the class in, class in their division. So those, those aren't like, you know, hang your head losses as you would think they are. But still, they have to sort of, you know, get back into gear. And a uh, guy like Tucker Carmichael for Tingsboro has been doing everything for them. They're going to figure out how to stop <laughs> those guys. Uh, meanwhile, Millbury is just rolling along. I think their only lo- their only loss to le- this year was to Leicester. They probably gave Leicester the best game that they've had this season with 28-21 loss in week three. Um, but they had to have, Leicester's just running over teams. They have, a, again, similar to West Boylston with a, a, a balanced offense and Xavier Robles and Anthony Greenwich, uh, who do you stop kind of thing. I think uh, Millbury's showed. Littleton, we, we, we talk about Littleton every year in the playoffs, so they're going to be tough. Um, and they have a good team with Parker Lanforth and Braden Lynn, uh, but it's I think I don't think they're going to match up against Millbury very well at all. And on uh, finally, last but not least, Division Eight, um, St. Bernard's has the uh, has the top seed there, but it won't be easy against a pretty good Gansett team. No, this is another one where it's sort of a you know I can see any one of these seeds going to Gillette Stadium. Uh, uh, St. Bernard's hosts Narragansett on at a 7 p.m. on Friday. Uh, it's just going to be a you know St. Bernard's is there every year. They have about fifteen kids in their school or whatever it is nowadays. But they they they're always in the uh, the playoff. They mix. must all play football. They all Jim. play exactly. They, they all they all they all can carry that. You know they're all six five and two hundred pounds for somehow, and uh, they just uh, they just win football games. They're, they're they're a solid team. Tyler Thibodeau has been carrying that load for them this year. Uh, Gansett, they're they're five and three, and and Damian Como is one of the better quarterbacks around. So it should be interesting what they have. That's a good. That's like a toss up game. I think both both teams can 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 offenses have, are capable of just going off at any given time. Uh, Monty Tech is playing at Bartlett at noon on Saturday. Uh, Bartlett's been quietly being just a, just a consistent team. They're six and two. They have. I love the. Like, I, I, if you can't tell from this podcast, I, I love these balanced offense where they don't have this one guy that can carry the load. Uh, I think last week Donald Spate and, and uh, did a real good job giving, getting Bartlett a win. Alex Nunez has done a good job. Logan Peranto is a, is, is a very good quarterback for them, very good athlete at, at Bartlett. So I think he's going to give Monty Tech all they can handle. Um, Monty Tech has sincere mills. He has seven picks this year. I mean, he does a great job on offense. TJ Farr is another guy they have to worry about. Uh, you know, Monty Tech's are six and two for a reason. They play a good schedule, and I think uh, they can give Bartlett a good challenge. But I like I like the Indians in this one. So we've talked about the eight divisions. Um, so the other uh, uh, the other teams that don't make the playoffs, uh, they'll be playing. Uh, they'll be playing for the next three or four weeks. Um, yeah, they'll have two. They'll have two week, two weeks of the, the, the non playoff game. So. Um, they all they're they're all gonna get like basically paired up against each other. You know, have like there's some good games out there. Like Shrewsbury's gonna play in Grafton at three o'clock on Friday. Uh, St. Peter Mary and Southbridge should be a good one. Westboro Lemonster should be a good one. So there are games out there that that are they're quality are you know, quality games, but they're just not the play. They don't have the playoff atmosphere around them. So they'll get a game this week, and then next week they'll they'll be paired up. I believe the losers of the playoff games will end up playing each other, unless there's some sort of extenuating circumstance they want. They think there's a better game one of the non playoff games. But uh, they'll announce. They, they, it's always fun for me because I got to chase these games around all week because they don't post. They just post the games. They don't post the times at, at, on Sunday. So they'll have a new, new, new batch on Sunday, next Sunday for next games, and then go into Thanksgiving. So looking ahead to uh, looking ahead to the weekend, and uh, we're going to be sitting here um, a week from today talking about the Central Mass Championship games, and uh, we're only going to have uh, we're only going to have two teams left in each division. Um, right. 
who are we going to be who are we going to be talking about in Division Three? What what Central Mass Championship matchup are we going to be looking at a week from today? See again, this is one of those. It's I, I like I like Wachusett. I'll, I'll fill in. I got the verses, so you need to give me yeah, the I'm, two I, teams on each I, side of that. Work if that. I had to pick, I'm thinking of Wachusett and St. John's. So Wachusett, St. John's. I love. I like Doherty a lot, and I think this might be what gets Doherty over the hump. Just you know, have my face on the wall for the week. But I I think. Um, I picked Wachusett last week against St. John's, and they just showed that. You know, so I thought again. I thought Wachusett's defense is so good; they're going to keep them off the field, and you know, and try to try to maximize their points. If they, if they score on their end, they have a, they have a nice eighteen play drive, which I'm sure they're capable of. And you know, and get St. John's to sort of turn the ball over or something. They might have something there, but so too get- many too many weapons for St. John's. I think Doherty's going to try to do the same thing. And and who they had a rock fight again last week against Shepherd Hill. So that was one of those things where they I thought they had Shepherd Hill down and. They just, you know, Shepherd Hill gets an onside kick and a couple of big plays. Next thing you know, Shepherd Hill is walking off the field winners. So, okay, so you've got uh, you're going to keep with the keep wearing that green sweatshirt and riding Wachusett. Well, well, you know, I don't know who's going to win the, the the rematch, but I know they're going to. Yeah. I, I think they're going to play next Friday okay. for, for for a championship. So you got to Wachusett St. John's to make my decision. Wachusett St. John's uh, rematch in the championship. Moving on to Division Four. Uh, who are we talking about for a final there, Jim? Uh, you know, I, it's hard not to pick Neshoba for the for the upset in the playoffs, but I I, I think Fitchburg's playing yeah. really well right now. I Defending like, state champions. Yeah, I know. I like. I just I, you look at the, what how they are now, and I think the way Neshoba's playing now is is I think Fitchburg can take advantage of that. And I think uh, I think we'll see Fitchburg Tantasco in that in that oh, final. There you go, Fitchburg Tantasco in Division Four. Moving on to Division Five. You know, I, I'm going to go with Northbridge and Oakmont. I think that's going to be the, the final. I think. Uh, you know, I can start early, but Neshoba, uh, rather, I think Ken LaChapelle is going to be ready for South High. I think he knows what they what they can do. South High has a lot of athletes, but I don't know if they're going to, you know, it's not one of North Bridge's better teams this year, but I think it's going to be good enough to get to the final. I think Oakmont rolls over Quabbin. I think they're, uh, you know, Boss Slate and those guys, I think just too many weapons for Quabbin. I think that's uh, Oakmont's going to roll into the final. Oakmont, no- Northbridge in Division 5. Uh, it, should I be? Should I go out on a limb and say you're going to predict a Milbury Tingsboro Division Six final, Jim? Yeah, I'd like to see Uxbridge. Uh, you know, because I, I don't. I don't like to. Play, sometimes I talk myself out of taking too many favorites. I'd like to see Uxbridge get the win there because I think, like I said earlier, they had you know the, the three losses are, are good losses for them. I, and I, I think uh, Lester and Milbury gives them test, tested, but I'm, I'm not sure if they have the weapons to stop a Tingsboro team. And I think. I think Millbury is just too good to not be in the final. So I think I think Millbury and Tingsburg are going to take are going to take Division Six to the final. In Division Seven, Jim, I have no idea who you're going to pick here. So I'll let you. I'll it's let funny. You explain. I think I'm going to get a call from three of the four coaches. <laughs> we could say pick the other team because yeah. uh, you know I I, I can be bought. Uh, and so um, I like Lester. I think uh, Griffin and Griffin. Those guys have been just doing too well all year not to be in the final. I think they they're going to be ready for this Aspen team. Be a great game, but I think Lester takes. It. The other one, I'm going to probably go back and forth every day on because I think they're two phenomenal teams, and I don't know who's going to win that one. Uh, I'm going to take West Boylston uh, oh. just because you know I don't know. I mean, ask me tomorrow, I'll probably take Valley Tech. I, I think I'll do Archer favor and take West Boylston. There you go. So we have a West Boylston uh, Lester final in Division Seven. Only because I want to see Rossi and, and, and uh, Griff try not to kill each other on each sideline. There you go. The final. And now on to uh, finally Division Eight. Uh, who do you like there, Jim? Division eight. You no, know, I, I, you know, a part of me wants to take Narragansett just because of the upset, you know, factor. I think the number they're, they're a good four seed, but you know, at St. Bernard's, I think they're playoff tested. I think they they know what it takes to get here. I think I think they can win a close one, and I like Bartlett. I think Bartlett's had a real good team. I think Bartlett might take the whole thing in Division eight. 
I think they're they're a real talented team. That single win offense is 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 more dominant than people think, and I think that's that should be too much for Monty Tech to handle. There you go. So we've got uh, St. Bernard's and Bartlett. Now I've got to remember these picks for when I do and, one later on. In division, make sure I pick the right ones. In division eight. So we're starting with twenty four teams. After this weekend, we'll be down to twelve, and then the following weekend, we'll have uh, we'll have our Central Mass champions. That's Jim Wilson. I'm Dave Nordman. Uh, welcome. Uh, you know it's. You know, it's always uh, it's always great to talk high school football on a Monday morning, Jim. I wouldn't have it any other way. All right, we'll see you next week. Take care.